Welcome to The Real Shit with me, Layton Gray. So, I hope everyone's week is going well. Um, I actually had to, like, re-record this episode, like, quite a couple of times. I don't know. I've just been, like, very nervous, and I would talk kind of either really slow or super fast, and all of, like, all the audio was just not it. But anyways, now that I can actually get to sit down and really, like, actually talk to you guys, I want to make sure I'm attentive enough so that, like, I keep you guys you know, like, engaged, because I don't want to, like, sound very boring, but at the same time, I also want to make it fun for myself, um, but basically, last episode was a little bit all over the place. I didn't really have a proper structure. I kind of hit record and just started talking. I'm actually, like, most of my life, I've been a pretty extroverted person, so, I mean, you would think, like, starting a podcast and talking for, like, 46 45 minutes to an hour wouldn't be too hard but um it was it was weirdly confusing it wasn't like hard but it was different for me I love talking but at the same time I found that I really like spending time by myself as well um I just find that like I really get to relax and I can kind of re-energize myself um but I feel like quarantine was, like, this whole era for everyone, as I kind of, like, touched upon last episode. Um, you guys will hear me reference how quarantine has changed me a lot, because it really, truly has, and if that gets too repetitive, (laughs) I'm so sorry, but that's gonna happen. I don't know, it's just really changed me internally, like, not even externally. I mean, yes, externally, I know I've changed, I mean, time, obviously, but... Um, internally I have changed a lot and it's really just been, it's been good. I think it's been a really, um, it's been a really positive thing in my life and I know others aren't so lucky, so I'm just very grateful for that. But basically, um, so here's a little, I'm gonna get started off by kind of addressing a few things. Basically, um, one month into quarantine after I came to terms with my state of mind I decided to start a podcast and I did so currently on the infamous internet there are two late and gray the real shit podcasts podcasts right now um and (laughs) basically uh the reason why I stopped the first one like after the first episode was because after recording it I realized I wasn't ready to actually you know start telling people my story because I mean I don't think I am just yet but I definitely want to talk about what I'm going through because when I look online to find people that I can listen to and like kind of hear them go through it going like talking about them as they go through it um I can't really find that much of it, um, I don't know, uh, so I decided that maybe I should start something and this can help someone else that's also struggling, and this is just a great way for me to also relieve some stress because I hold it in too much and this is just some way I can kind of express myself as well, but, uh, basically, there it well, there was another episode and that the reason why I stopped recording there was another podcast and there was an episode under that podcast that I did um record and then 
kind of like threw it away almost in like a bat like kind of just jump ship and then now I'm on a different ship but now I have a separate podcast with separate um first episode and now you're listening to my second episode but basically yeah I just wanted to let you guys know that if you guys do find two podcasts that is the reason why um but (laughs) it was definitely definitely something um I really it it was listening back to it it was kind of very gloomy almost it was way too like it felt forced it wasn't like just me talking it felt almost like I was pretending to be some sort of teacher and that's not who I am because I was learning through the entire process and when I did listen to the episode after I was like I'm not ready to do this and I realized that and I am still learning till this day I don't think the learning will ever stop I don't think I'll ever be 100% because in life you're never 100% there's always that little you know bit of unknown no matter how much you try like it's just bound to happen like not in a negative sense but in like a positive sense as in there's always room for growth and there's always room for us to change and go beyond our own imagination but um basically I just that was the end of Leighton Gray 1.0 and now this is Leighton Gray 2.0 podcast um but yeah um, and this little story behind the name, I don't know if I discussed it in the last podcast, but the real shit, I thought that this would be a cute little name because, I mean, I don't curse that much, but, um, I guess I'm gonna have to curse for my podcast name, but, um, it's like, it's like, it, it's kind of like fun and it's simple and it's just, it's just what this is about. I want to be as real with you guys as I possibly can be while, like, I, I don't want to like stray away from who I stray away from who I am because of like um you know public influences or any external things because it's something that I've dealt with um a lot throughout my life. So, um first thing I want to get into today is about my experience in um like my experience in losing myself basically I moved to so I grew up in like a middle class lower class area and then I moved to a very upper middle class area when I was in fifth grade um I was always used to making friends very easily and when I moved here everyone was so different it was really hard um it was almost like a whole new world and everyone here is on a completely different socioeconomic status here no one seemed to like me so I tried so hard and I've always been a people pleaser so I tried so hard trying to fit in um and it really sucked because like when everyone around you like your age kind of just is like different from you and you don't really feel like you can be yourself because you're almost ashamed of who you are because you're not like them It was just like a terrible feeling that I always felt growing up here and I always felt like that like outsider um but instead of running away instead of like embracing who I was I kind of ran away from who I was and I haven't ever had a moment where I truly embraced who I was up until now and I still don't think I am 100% truly who I am I don't even think I'm like 25% actually maybe 25% but I'm just really trying to learn more about myself because 
it's just been like a hard like it's just been hard having to you know find who I am like I you know how when you're younger and adults tell you like um oh yeah in high school is where you find who you are and I remember going to high school and I was like I know who I am like I don't need anyone else to tell me like I know who I am like I I know I'm gonna do x y and z and I know I'm gonna go to college and I'm gonna join a sorority like blah, blah blah and everything and now it's completely different like now how I think about that it's like um nothing against sororities but I don't think I'd be joining one I think I'd rather like live in an apartment off campus by myself live my own life and do things that I love without anyone else having to say anything about what I do or whatever or like have to deal with like these associations and not like in a negative way but in like a more of me becoming like a lone wolf kind of situation because I thought I was an extrovert throughout my entire life turns out I'm very introverted turns out I've always just been so drained and I've been running on adrenaline my flight my fight or flight response has always been at its peak and now I'm finally being able to kind of just sit down and breathe for a minute even though school is pretty tough right now so it's hard to do that but it's been better it's gotten so much better because I know how to prioritize myself I know if I'm upset because of a situation I'll say no to it before it was kind of just like me coping with my issues but not actually fixing my issues and now I'm learning how to actually resolve my problems and recognize the solutions to those problems and it's been a huge game changer for me entirely but um since I haven't always been who I was growing up I'm only trying to I've only started trying to like find myself now and I guess bound it, it like in the process I'm bound to have you know been deteriorating inside somehow like mentally emotionally and it's true I was because I dealt with like self-harming in seventh grade and depression up until Lord knows I might still have it um I feel like I, I think I've gotten better but obviously we all have our bad days or bad times like I definitely I totally like had these things happening to me um at random times and it happens because that's what life is about you gotta have some bad days to have good days because the good days wouldn't be as good without these bad days but just know that you have people around you that love you for who you are and that you're amazing and you can find happiness and love within yourself that was probably something that I was never really told that I can find happiness within myself I can find fulfillment within myself I don't need it from anyone else or anything materialistic I'm not saying that like friends and family aren't important because they are but you have to draw the line when you have to prioritize yourself above others and I learned that lesson way too late in life if I could go back and tell myself that I would but I can't and if I'm being completely honest if I told myself that when I was younger, I probably would have been like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not going to even lie. But I mean, maybe saying it to me, I would have had it engraved in my subconscious because that happens. But basically, um, I don't regret anything that's happened to me. I'm not going to say to me. Apparently, oh my God, what I was saying, apparently. Um, changing a mindset is something that I've been working on. So nothing happened to me. Everything has happened for me. I don't regret anything that's happened because I think I've learned such a valuable lesson out of every single thing that has happened and I don't regret anything. Nothing. 
and it's it's kind of insane to say considering like I mean like everything that's happened like it's insane to say that I don't regret any of the things that's happened and I'm proud to say that honestly because it's made me the person that I am today and we should all be proud of everything that we've experience because it makes us who we are because it makes us stronger it gives us character and it's just like it's a really beautiful thing it truly is I think beauty shouldn't be measured based off of anything external but beauty should be truly measured from within your character based off of the type of person that you are where your morals lie and everything within that and the type of person that you are when you are faced with tough situations is true beauty because if you can't act right in that like what else you know I mean obviously I know it's difficult but that's why it's you know it's rare and that's what truly makes it beautiful because I feel like deep down without any anything like when we came into this world without any of what society has taught us or what we've been told growing up we would have been like that but okay so i got interrupted um halfway through that uh recording but basically i am starting again as i was talking about um how once we've been brought into this world we've kind of been taught a different definition of beauty from a materialistic standpoint rather than a more emotional spiritual standpoint and I would love to change that and be able to change the precedence for the future because we are the future like what we do will impact everything that has to come and it's really important that we realize the power that we all hold within each and every one of us and it's very important to know your own values and your own morals in order to make these decisions i think since as i was talking about how i lost myself throughout the process of trying to please others because growing up i was a people pleaser growing up i've always been a perfectionist i always wanted to be the best at everything and me trying to be the best all that led to was me not being who i was i mean what does being the best even really mean like what do i really get out of being the best like approval of others like come on like that just wasn't something that i understood well enough to make such a life decision on i kind of planned my whole life around being the greatest at everything and what i've come to learn is that my purpose in life isn't to be the greatest at everything i mean i don't really know my exact purpose yet in life but I do know that it's not just to be quote-unquote the best I think it's to be myself and live and love and learn I think I just want to be an observer of the world just to appreciate all that life has to offer I want to travel I want to be able to see all the culture in every single place of the planet every corner of the world that's what some that's something i feel really passionate about and that's something i would love to do um but i am basically just trying to find myself again and i do want to change the understanding of beauty because 
I think the reason why I lost myself was because I didn't feel I was good enough the way I was. Um, and we need to teach people that being good enough comes from how we think of ourselves, of our own thought of self-worth. And we know what we're worth when we know our own inner thoughts and we, we know like our actions and our morals and values. Um, but what has been a huge realization of mine is how everything seems so different on the outside than it does on the inside. Um, when we see someone else and we think, oh wow, they're really pretty, like, they must be so secure and so confident in themselves, but like, internally, they could be truly battling with major insecurities and huge self-esteem issues because i'm not saying this to sound cocky but um i've had people tell me that they thought i was so confident in myself but in reality i'm like a freaking mess on the inside and i honestly like was so astonished and surprised and honest it was like a pleasant surprise that they thought that I was completely confident inside because I'm truly not and when you think about it not it's very rare to find someone who is truly confident in themselves through and through and a genuinely confident person that also has awareness of others that is so rare to find and I don't think it's something that we're, we can truly be just be born with I think it's something it's almost like it's like wisdom it's achieved over time type of situation and i'm trying to rebuild my self-confidence and self-esteem because i have so many insecurities and what really sucks the most is that like once i achieve something that i've always wanted i seem to find something else that's wrong with myself i don't know if this is because i've just been told that growing up or what but I don't know it just doesn't seem to sit right with me like that from the outside I look fine but on the inside I'm still not happy with who I am and I think why it makes me even sadder is because growing up I thought once I got to this particular place that I would be happy but when I figured out that I wasn't I was just kind of like what are you really doing with your life and it kind of throws you down this whole spiral and I don't know if this really happens to anyone else where they wanted something so bad and once they got it they realize it didn't really give them the happiness that they expected to and it goes back to saying how materialistic things don't really give you happiness it's happiness comes from within and um, I'm still struggling to figure out how I can truly find that happiness I think it's just being happy with who we are and the gifts that we've been given um from like a spiritual level and just being grateful for what we have at the present moment i used to say like i love myself for who i will become and that was very backhanded of me it's basically saying i don't love myself for who i am right now and i realized that and i stopped saying that i love myself right now in this present moment and I know it may seem silly to people that like you say, like say these things, these affirmations. I thought the same thing, but it truly works. And 
if you're willing to try, that's a strength all on its own, honestly. Like, who cares about looking silly? This is for yourself, so do it for yourself. Um, and I don't really know what my audience wants. <laughs> I feel like I'm treading through, like, dark water, so I don't really know what I'm doing. Fun fact, I also can't swim, so I really wouldn't be treading, I'd be kind of drowning. But I, I should probably learn how to swim, considering I am living on a peninsula. <laughs> um, but basically, um, as I was saying, I don't really know like what my audience, as in you guys, really want. But I will be talking about like realizations that I tend to have, lessons that I learn. Um, I'll also answer like some questions, talk about me and my passions or me trying to figure out my passions honestly and just like little things like that if you guys ever have anything you want to want me to talk about like any topics or any questions you want to ask me feel free to dm me um if any of you guys ever want to like talk to someone honestly i'll please reach out i would love to be able to help anyone that wants it but um as I continue so since I am bulimic um, I've always had this huge fear of you know gaining weight or becoming fat because I had such bad associations with being fat and being fat isn't supposed to isn't necessarily a bad thing. I feel like it's just been too demonetized throughout like time. And in certain cultures, being fat is actually like a good thing. It's a sign of health and wealth, <laughs> which rhymes. But um, it's it can also be a very good sign. I think it just depends on our own personal opinions. I think it's just that we've been born and been told that fat being fat is bad and I just that's terrified me I think especially like being in the environment like family you know and what they tell you really engraves into your mind when you're young and um I just I was so terrified of that fear and so the guilt that came with eating food and everything just grew and grew and grew and then it became all-consuming at one point that I didn't even realize it was happening to me subconsciously and when it when I realized it was too late like I was so deep in it it was almost like a reflex it became it became a reaction the feeling of guilt and then the feeling to the need to um purge or to vomit and and the need to do something to like feel better quote-unquote but that wasn't really what was happening I wasn't getting better I was just making things worse because I wasn't even being myself it was like I don't know when I eat sometimes it doesn't feel like like I don't eat because I'm hungry sometimes sometimes I eat almost in spite of myself it's almost like subconsciously I want to sabotage myself and I don't know why that is um I think I'm still scared on the inside I think I just I just really want to figure things out 
but I guess I'll really talk to my therapist about this tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I think I was just always so scared of being fat, which because I associated that with not being good, because you know, bad, not good, and when you're not good, you're not enough, and you're not worth it, and that really reflected upon my self-esteem and self-confidence because I always felt there was something wrong with me and so when you look at someone from the outside and you think wow they must be so confident in themselves there's a very good possibility they're not I feel like whenever I see someone else like I always just have a reflex of comparing myself to them and I'm so busy thinking about what they're thinking about me or thinking about how I feel about myself like that I don't really like actually focus on the moment itself literally like the action that I'm doing I'm just so in my own head and in my own thoughts that it's just like toxic for me essentially um and it's just become such like a thing that I do over time and that's something I also want to change because it sucks when you're trying to like enjoy your workout but then there's someone you keep on comparing yourself to but like here's the thing like we see all the bad in ourselves that we forget to see the good it's almost as if we don't look like the specific quote-unquote model or um public figure then like we don't we're not good but it's like they're different like that's not who i am i'm different i constantly have to remind myself that's not that's not me like i am different like and i love myself for who i am and it's okay like it's okay to be different it's okay not to look like that it doesn't make you any less than who you are it doesn't make you it doesn't make your value decrease anymore you are who you are and you should love who you are because you're amazing and that's something I repeat well I try to anyways but I definitely have those days where I just kind of forget everything I don't want to deal with anything and I go through a series of like depressive episodes where all I want to do is just sit in a dark room. Just sit there. I don't want to eat. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to be on my phone. I just want to sit there. And I know that sounds really depressing, but I go through phases of those because I don't want to eat because I'm scared I'll overeat. I don't want to talk to people because I don't feel good, like physically. And then I don't want to be on anything because I just feel like it just makes my own mentality worse. Which might just be the healthiest thing for me to not be on my phone. Um, it's hard though. I don't know. There's just so many things that go on in my mind. And I can't even like organize my thoughts as I try to speak right now. Um, but I hope what I'm saying is somewhat entertaining and can be found useful to anyone but basically as I was talking about my huge deep deep fear of overeating um I found myself in a particular peculiar position of um under eating I didn't I never thought in a million years I would deal with this Um, for the past couple of months, I've been going through 
um, a series of deficiencies like iron, magnesium, ferritin, I think that's what it's called. Uh, my glucose levels are down and everything just seems to be a little bit irregular. Um, I've been dealing with breaking nails more easily. Breaking, like, I think that was improper grammar. Um, I've been, my nails have been breaking more easily. Um, I've been dealing with excessive hair loss, which was really scary. And I've been getting lightheaded. Um, I get cold easily, easier than before. And then the biggest symptom at the moment right now is being late on my menstrual cycle. Menstrual cycle? Um, I've never been this late before. I've only been late twice in the past five years of having my period. And that time I was late, like, by less than a week, I think, or maybe a little bit more than a week. I don't exactly remember. But it wasn't late by much. And I'm currently late by 19 days. And I'm literally about to get my next cycle by the time this is over. I think I just skipped one, maybe. But I'm worried they're all correlated. Um, I feel like I should see the doctor, but I'm genuinely terrified of being weighed. Because weighing myself was one of those really toxic things that I used to do. I would weigh myself first thing in the morning, after I eat breakfast, after I drink water, after I throw up, before I throw up. Like, it's just it was so toxic. I attracted so much. And after putting it away, I've been so much happier. And I don't want to go back to that dark place because I feel like if I start it, then I'm worried I can't stop. But I also don't want to be like, excuse me, can you just not tell me my weight? Because, like, my mom's going to be there and my mom is always checking my weight. And then she'll, like, talk to me about it. And then she'll, like, give me all these comments about it. And it's scary. And it terrifies me. And growing up, my mom has always told me that I was fat. She's always told me that I wasn't good enough. She always told me I needed to lose weight. And even after I accomplished one thing, there needed to be more to be done. She was never happy with who I was. But she was also my mother at the same time. And I know I should prioritize myself and my own opinions. But it's your mother. It's such an important figure in your life. And I know you shouldn't listen to the opinion of others, but your opinion, the opinion of your family is something that matters more. But I, I would be lying if I told you I liked my mother. I never really had a good relationship with her once I began to actually think on my own. I've almost resented her ever since. I don't forgive her. I mean, I still live with my mother. Like, I'm not you know, an adult yet, I, so I do still live with my mother, and I still have to see her every day, and so it's like, what am I really supposed to do, like, emancipate myself, like, me and my father have an amazing relationship, he's literally my biggest role model, and he is my driving force, he's always told me growing up that I can accomplish anything I set my mind to, he told me that I can be anything I want to be. He's encouraged whatever I wanted to do. I mean, obviously within the lines of like, you know, his 
respect kind of situation if that statement even makes sense but like you get the idea it's just he was always like my cheerleader while my mom was always like the lead coach and you tend to resent that person and I've always thought I was a tough love type of person and that she was being good to me but I don't understand how that can be good for anyone to be told you're not worth anything every single day of your life. Wow, that got dark really fast. Um, but I wonder if I'll ever forgive her. I hope to one day because I feel like once I do actually forgive her, I'll forgive that entire side of me that did that. But as I told you in the beginning of this podcast, I don't regret any decision I've ever made. I think that every decision I've made has made me the person that I am today, and I love who I am today, right at this present moment. I have a lot more learning to do in life, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, but back to the under-eating, I definitely gotta get that under control. Um, a little bit. I'm scared. I'm not afraid to admit that, but I know I'm strong and I'll get through it. But it's difficult. I mean, how could it not be? So, let's recap this episode. Um, I talked about how I have, um, kind of trying to figure out a good structure for this podcast in each and every episode and um I think I'm gonna definitely make sure that I plan the episode prior to it so I was able to kind of plan what I wanted to discuss so that the episode isn't all over the place and then I also um, told you guys about my old Leighton Gray account as well and how there are two Leighton Gray's real shit podcasts surfacing the web as of right now but if you're listening to this, you are the right one. Um, that's what I, and then next, after that, I talked about how I lost myself and how important it is to stay true to yourself because you can't let the outside change who you are because you're happy. You're supposed to be happy with who you are, not who other people want you to be because you're not going to be ever fully fulfilled that way if you're trying to please others around you. Then we talked about how we as if we're talking about it together um then I talked about how um self-esteem is on the inside and it can't be seen on the outside no matter what you look like you could have a low self-esteem and no matter what you look like you could have a high self-esteem you could have self-confidence in yourself regardless of what any external you know materialistic factors and characteristics and There is no good or bad in the way someone looks. There's only good or bad in the way someone acts and treats others internally. So I want everyone to try and rebuild their inner beauty and self-esteem and stay true to who they are. Treat others the way you want to be treated and live this life loving. Do everything with love. Because where's the harm in that? Like, tell me. Taking care of the people around you? taking care of your friends, your family, 
loving your possessions. It honestly makes you appreciate each and everything so much more. And your life will feel fulfilled automatically as you do that. I mean, maybe not fully and instantly, but it will definitely gradually increase over time. Mark my words about that. Then I talked about my struggle of realizing that I'm under-eating. I guess I'll go a little bit further into it. I, I don't really know if, you know, um, I don't want to, like, accidentally trigger anyone. If it, and if I do, I'm so sorry. Please let me know if that happens. And I'll make sure I watch out next time. But basically, when I kind of saw that I might be underweight, I mean, I, visu- I visually can't really notice that much of difference, but I also do have body dysmorphic symptoms. Um, anyways, basically, I have been going to the gym and doing more strength training, and so I do burn more calories than I did before doing calisthenic workouts, and so um, I guess that might be a reason as to why a combination of working out more while eating less has led to this under-eating thing. I just burped. Sorry. But, yeah, um, it's honestly a wonder as to why this happened. I'm kidding, no. Yeah, no wonder why this happened, but basically, once I did realize it, I feel like there's still like a little devil on my shoulder telling me, yes, Layton, yes, you're finally under-eating. You're finally gonna be skinny and you're gonna be happy and I I remember when I was younger and I was like I'd rather be depressed and so unhappy but skinny it's gonna be a whole vibe it's gonna be a whole aesthetic like that aesthetic is literally romanticized in our society that should not be the way things are let's change that like I remember like cutting yourself on tumblr apparently was like a huge trend in like 2011 2013 era and i don't know maybe that influenced me too it's very highly very highly possible it's definitely highly possible and it's not at all an exaggeration it's reality when you see people public influencers figures and stuff like people that are supposed to be role models doing these things obviously you're gonna want to copy them and i think the worst part of it all that i just realized is that let's call this category of people pretty people okay these pretty people quote-unquote are public figures influencers um i do not want to name drop anyone uh, because i think that's extremely rude and disrespectful of other people's um privacy and you know but basically let's call these public influencers the pretty people they're all let's say they have curvy yet they have they have curves and a tiny waist they have these perfect eyes eyelashes they might even get lip injections you know job like have um the best hair they dye their hair i don't know liposuction um a boob job butt implants lord knows okay but let's just call these the pretty people so we've seen that 
we see all their lives streamed all over social media platform we go onto our phones and we see public figures everywhere okay we see them being happy living this lifestyle and that tells us that if we have this or we look like this we're gonna feel that way too and so we all try to achieve that i'm saying we as in mostly me but if you apply if this applies to you then i'll feel less dumb for saying we um but basically then like the audience obviously wants to feel this way that's why like advertisement is a thing that's why sponsorship is a thing like it's it's not like rocket science obviously you see someone you respect someone that's a role model doing this and you're gonna want to do this and you know so i think that even like pretty people think that when they achieve this they're gonna be like fulfilled but when they achieve it and they're not fulfilled then they become depressed and so then there's that cycle of not being fulfilled and having materialistic things and actually being very depressed on the inside and being in such a negative state of mind then that becomes romanticized you know does that make sense to you all i hope that makes sense i'm just literally talking like gibberish but um it's just like such a deadly cycle that i really want to work so hard to break life is hard enough as it is i don't think we should make it harder for one another i think we should come together and unite and love everyone as if it were our last day people say we should live every day as if it were our last day why don't we love everyone as if it were our last day what do you want to be remembered as think about that well, I think this comes to the end of the episode, and um, I'll be excited to talk to you guys again next week. I hope everyone has a great rest of their week, and enjoy your weekend, everyone, depending on when you guys are listening to this, obviously. But I'm Layton Gray, and you are listening to The Real Shit. I'm out now. Bye, guys.